everybody. This is the Google News Update, episode 12. Uh, this is your host, Mike, B, Mike Bennett, Mike Baker. What's going on, everybody? Um, how you feeling, man? I'm out here chilling, man. You know, same. What's been going on for the past uh, this past month, man, with this coronavirus stuff, man, coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever. I'm just uh, trying to stay low. And I ain't, yeah, I ain't trying, trying to get infected. Yeah. Trying to stay healthy. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I don't think it's, I don't, you know, I still feel like there's a little bit of fugazery going on with this because I ain't see, they talking about people dying and stuff. And I'm like, I yeah. ain't really, you know, I need to see some names or something like that, bro. Like, yeah. you know, when the, when the whole <laughs> Ebola virus thing was going on, they had people face splash. They were like, you seen this person? Stay away from them. Like, oh, right. talk to them. Got to come in and tell. You don't see none of that. It's kind of like, all right, you know, we got statistics. All right, 3,000 people been affected, 29 died. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. True indeed. True indeed. I mean, it's it's really just a lot of media hype for real. I mean, right. and a lot of it's especially now in days that we are deep into social media, it's a lot of social media hype going on. And I mean, yeah. that's I think that's really the thing. I think it's really just the the social viral spread in comparison to the actual viral spread. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it went around the world on social media in like twenty minutes. But I mean, I don't know. There we'll see come. over the next couple weeks because you know it's it, it just got to Baltimore. It just really hit America over the past week, so we'll see if it actually do something or if it's just another thing that's just out there. Wow. I mean, we we still got the swine flu, we still got the bird flu out there, people. So, I mean, if y'all just starting to be healthy, it's, y'all need to really catch up. Well, y'all got, got different problems, man. If you're just getting healthy, man. Yeah, I mean, if you if you really just focusing on it, like. I need some vitamins in your lives or something. But um, yeah, man, this is the Google News update. And as always, we got Google News. Um, in particular, this week, we got uh, news talking about, you know, the recent thing that happened. Well, it actually just happened like Thursday, Friday with Trump um, and, and talking about uh, the press conference that he released um, and the article that we have for him is, in contrary to Trump's claim, Google is not building a national, uh, a nationwide coronavirus screening website. Um, they are building something for this COVID-19 thing, but it's not like an international database that you can, everybody can go to right now to figure out who got coronavirus or not. But um, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about more of that Uh <laughs> It's second topic that we have is that G Suite is now um, used by 2 billion people. Um, article topic says Google G Suite now has 2 billion users, um, which is interesting. It's, it's good to see. It's probably, you know, they probably like fudging a number somewhere here and there. But um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's probably it's probably basically kind of true. <laughs> but uh, the last topic that we have is that uh, Google's next streaming player will reportedly run Android TV and come with a remote. Basically, they have their own streaming service now, a streaming player now. Um, mm. If a lot of, I, I know in my house, most of my televisions have like two TVs. They both are hooked up with um, Chromecast and Chromecast haven't necessarily ever really been a big seller. Most people either use a Fire Stick, they use uh, mm. Roku or they use um, Apple TV. But now Google is about to recreate their device and put Android TV on it and uh, push out a new streaming player. So we'll talk about more of that as well. 
But um, yeah, this first topic, uh, that's not the topic. Um, <laughs> the first topic that we yeah. have is that, uh, uh, contrary to Trump's claim, uh, Google is not building a nationwide coronavirus screening website. Um, like I said, if y'all saw that shamble of a press conference that uh, <laughs> Trump did the other day, he basically was just trying, he was attempting to um, to dampen the fears that people were having about this corona outbreak and uh, trying to, you know, you know, as, as presidents are supposed to do, supposed to do. Um, he's trying to like mitigate the community's fears and like try to help everybody throughout America understand the situation. And he completely messed that up completely. Um, but <laughs> while doing that, he also blurted out that Google is going to be creating a nationwide database for the government as if it was like something that he partnered up with Google to do to, um, be able to identify essentially as a directory to identify when or who has uh, the coronavirus or like who has actually been tested for the coronavirus. Um, it's it's kind of true, but it definitely is not. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, a sub company, uh, like you know, a, a child company to Google or better yet, like Alphabet, um, company by the name of Verily, who actually deals in. Uh, uh, bioinformatics and, you know, data science for, uh, uh, like medical services. Um, they've always been involved in this type of stuff. Anyway, that's basically their whole business model is working with, uh, um, molecules, microbes, biology. And, um, in particular, they've been working on trying to create a, uh, a database for viruses in general. And in particular, they're trying to use the same database system, the same application uh, to build out something for the coronavirus so that you at least find out people that have been uh, triaged, as they say, uh, or screened with um, whether they actually have the coronavirus or if they've been dealt with or, or, or uh, diagnosed with coronavirus or if they're actually in the process of trying to find some type of um, medical cure for the coronavirus. There is no cure necessarily, but at least trying to find some way to find a cure. Um, but Verily is working on that. And one of the main things that they pointed out is that they are in the early stages. Um, when they say they're in the early stages, usually that means they haven't even started building anything. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we're in the early stage. Yeah, I didn't build nothing, man. That's what that means. <laughs> I mean, they basically just like, bro, we are looking into it. We like everybody else. We just really, this thing came up on everybody out of nowhere. So like, if it is what it is, we, we're looking into how we can do it. We already studied this. So it will be uh, it'll, it'll it'll help it'll help the fact that we're involved in this in the first place, but it's still early, bro. We we can't work overnight. We only, they're not magicians. They're not magicians. And <laughs> Trump was really trying to really just push this as to you know one of these other things to ease people's fears to be able to say no. We got one of the largest information companies out in the world, Google, working on something like this, and along with the CDC and. The rest of the government, we got things going on. I mean, like, part of this is kind of problematic because, you know, 
just I don't really want to get political, but like there has been a lot of fundings cut from the CDC in the first place that could uh-huh. really like help with this and resolving these issues. And like there's there's been mention of how some of these practices should have been taken, like precautions should have been done way ahead of time, not like not involving Google, but just involving the government and the CDC. Some of the stuff should have been taken ahead of time. But it's happening now. And you know, Trump is it's a salesman. Yeah, Trump's whole point is to try to have a pitch, even though he's like one of the worst salesmen. I I don't know. It's kind of hard, man. It's just kind of hard. Like, how is he? He's like the worst salesman, man, but he is fucking selling. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot know. It's the the, this is in sale, yo. Exactly. It's the the person that has this what it is because you can be saying a whole bunch of bullshit, but the person that has a stronger frame and more confidence always wins. I feel like that's what yo, if it's nothing else, that's what Trump excels at. It's just really not giving a fuck, man. Like he just really he really does not care. And because he does not necessarily when they say not to care, they don't really care too much about what people think. And just from that frame alone, it's like it makes it pulls you in. At least those who want to listen, it pulls them in and makes people, I guess, the the the, the lowly want to follow him. You know, and I, I know. and I, my, That's the man. Oh, he must be on to something, right? Man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm 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 not optimistic on it. I don't have no real positive feels for him, but yeah, go ahead. Oh no, oh yeah, I was saying um uh, they, they, I think really this is a play on, um, you know, this is 2020, so this is election year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we already, it's, it's just, uh, you know, hopping into the conspiracy. That's what I am, man. I, I conspiracy stuff. But just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Hopping into that bag. Like, you just know, like, you got to look at what's going on. Look at the full landscape, man. Even with all the promotion. Because this, this coronavirus stuff, man, it's just a lot of promotion behind it. Everything is going on. And I think that with Trump making this statement, I mean, it just goes into him trying to position himself as the better candidate to vote for coming up in this election. And you got to think that with these people, especially with Trump, they I think they said like a couple of weeks after he was elected as the president, the first time he started campaigning already for the next presidency. So yeah, I mean, it's right. just being just like any uh, uh, businessman that is smart. You know, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent, what they're doing, it's a smart thing always to just be open to the opportunity to have the advantage, right? When you can take the advantage or when you can gain something, right? Not missing all opportunities. And I think that's, that's pretty much what it is. That that's why Google had to come back and make that statement like, uh, correction, you, yeah. you're not doing that. Because it's like Trump is just taking the opportunity that whatever comes up, put his name on it and say, yeah, we approve. So it's like this is this just gets him more hits. You know, this yeah, gets, it gets in more hits, and it, and it, it comes at the expense of Google. Uh, <laughs> it's just what it is. So, I mean, it, it, everything was happening with the, uh, you know, the screen and the stuff like that. With, with uh, I think it's good that, uh, and maybe that's what Trump. I guess with so a, a part of the the salesman's tactics, right? And it, it may not be good salesmanship, but kind of embellishing or pushing the envelope when he says that Google's building a whole nationwide Corona. Uh, virus screening website is like not nah, barely, which is they are associated with Alphabet, which is the parent company, are only doing this something like this for the Bay Area, right? So, right, right. It, it's just again, I guess, in the scope of this is because um, we did we did an article related this uh, before, as far as people feeling like Trump using his position to either uh, 
to, to, to the detriment of a company and to uh, you know the benefit of his own. Remember, we had to, we did, we was uh, talking about it with Amazon, how Amazon was saying that Trump yeah, <laughs> was saying inflammatory things, saying yeah, that yeah. that influence the Jedi contract, that, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, whether we know that or not, I, I mean, I don't know, but one thing I know for sure is that with Trump's uh, with Trump, you know, he is um, he's all about you know saying the controversial things in order to position himself as the uh, you know to, to position himself as the one that's known the most. You know, if you, I, I can honestly say that um, out of all the other candidates for this presidential election coming up, I don't know much about them in respect to how much I know about Trump. You yeah. Know? yeah. So I, I'm not I'm not a fool, you know, as far as, you know, voting and somebody who is going with the hype. But I, yeah, you got to say that I don't really know too much. But they, they're they campaigning. They're not even if Trump, ha- if it comes at the expense of Trump having to sound like a fool. In this instance, you know that's the, for you those, know that's the facts. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, you know that's that's legitimate Trump, nonetheless. Yeah, right, yeah right. I mean, like, you know, even even in his foolishness, that's a hundred percent Trump. <laughs> like he could be, be an idiot, but that's Trump. Yeah, like, everybody else, you know, they 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 got an even different con. They got a right, yeah. slicker. They even slicker, and they, you might not even be able to notice when they lying to you. Trump, yeah. you know when he lying. Exactly. But that's and Trump. That's and, yeah. and the other thing is that Trump don't, you know, the only time he lies when he can't lie. Yeah, I mean, he lies about <laughs> shit that you know he keep lying about. It's like, nigga, <laughs> we saw you. Right. <laughs> you can't, you can't lie, but yeah. you lying anyway. We saw like you down there, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got your, your little fingerprints on the cookie jar. So like, yeah, you got chocolate on your face, man. Come on, right. Like, Right, you know you took the cookie, bro. Like, what are you talking about? So yeah, that, that's what Trump is at. But he's still, it's like one of those things where everybody, you know, they kind of always pay attention to the problem child. You know, make sure you like, yeah, you know, so, and that's what Trump, you know, is. Just, and again, this comes at the, you know, in this instance, it's like you're just saying crazy stuff just to get him some more heat. Because uh, not other than Google, right? Using the main opportunists. That's all. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> mean opportunists. Mean opportunists. <laughs> Um, let's go into this next joint, man. I, I, it's only so long we can talk about Trump because he just go running. He just runs mm. on and on. But um, next topic that we have is uh, talking about how G Suite now has 2 billion users. Uh, subtitle reads that uh, G Suite users can also expect uh, Smart Com- Compose for, or Smart Compose to reach more apps beyond Google, Gmail, and Google Docs. I don't know what the relevance of that subhead is, but um, <laughs> basically they're just talking about how the fact that um, G Suite is expanding and it's reaching a lot of more people. And um, it's one of those things where, you know, people talk about, um, you know, the user, the weekly users are, it's, it's, it's some acronyms for it. It's, it's like some marketing acronyms for it, where it's like uh, daily active users and uh, the weekly active users, monthly active users versus it's like, like the difference between them and how you actually categorize them but um basically they're saying on a general week i think they want to i think they're saying like on a week-to-week basis um that that google has roughly about two billion users using their uh applications within Mm -hmm. g suite they don't necessarily define like how many people are like paid users versus how many people are free users but they're just saying in general that roughly about two billion users are using it um, and then G Suite itself is 
uh, still about it's, it's like six or seven applications. So it's like it's Gmail, it's Google Drive, it's uh, Google Docs, spreadsheets, and all of these different things. Yeah. Um, but two billion users is pretty active in general. So, you know, we all they always talk about how you know uh, Facebook has one billion users, has one point five billion users here and there. It's 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 kind of the same, and it's kind of a good a good measure. But at the same time, it's kind of a different business model when you think about. Um, what people use G Suite for versus what people use Facebook for and how the apps work differently and like how you actually get stuff done. Um, I, I went to a conference a couple months ago where Google was talking about how, yeah, um, they have about eight different apps that are using that are on a regular basis having about a billion users. So eight, eight different applications, Google, Google Drive, Google Mail, Maps, and a couple other things where people are that it, it's a billion users a month. So, I mean, if you want to put the numbers together with all eight of those apps, you would say eight billion users, but then you know eight billion users don't even exist online. So <laughs> likely it's the same users and shit doesn't open again. Man, that's what I was looking at this thing. I'm sitting there like, I think that, you know, Google is definitely, you know, I I know that they're doing their thing, right? Google, you know, everybody loves Google, man. And from the search engines to just how smooth their user interfaces are. But I feel like they're kind of pushing the envelope when they say 2 billion weekly, like 2 billion individually, like different users. That's like, that's just saying that one fourth of the world uses Google. Right. It's like, Uh, that sounds a little because we got uh, we got a factor in other places that you know, like people like places where the internet is not available. Like when we say mm-hmm. that eight billion, like bro, that's a two. I don't know, man. That, that's a that's it seems that that's that's they they kind of I I don't really believe it, you know. And I and I, I can I can I think what they would you know they kind of pushing the, the, the envelope, you know, fudging the numbers. But I think it's probably more accurate to say. The G Suite now has two billion people who have used G Suite. You see what I'm saying? Not not mm-hmm. just active users to sound because it's not enough. It's not enough people. You know, it's not enough people online. Yeah, yeah right here it says two billion, two billion monthly active users. So oh. um, throughout a month, two billion monthly active. So. It's, it's still kind of weird because, you know, two billion is a large number. Like, how do you go from a billion to two like like that? Um, I mean, one of the, when it comes to, like, you know, new people that are getting online, I can see where a lot of it may be coming from because, you know, people that are just getting online for the first time or people that, are, that like, are, are, are limited to, like, certain online uh, connections, like, um, you take, like, Middle East, take Africa somewhere like they don't use like wired broadband as much. They use uh, mobile services more. So they use like 3G, 4G um, cellular services way more. So it's likely that, you know, when they first get online, they probably using um, if they use an iPhone or Android, um, they probably using a Google account. And when it comes to like, you know, creating documents and stuff like that, Word documents, spreadsheets, they are not down they're probably just signing on to a web browser to get to Google Chrome. I mean, get to Google to G Suite um, to save their documents to save their stuff up there. Um, so I mean, it's, it's I mean, I can see how a lot of it is, it is how a lot of it is 
the the new growing community of people that are going to be online could be going, you know, they're, they're incentivized to go toward G Suite because for one, if you don't pay for the professional version, then you just get it for free. That mean like there's no like like with Microsoft Word, you know, they used to be like the basic package and then the premium, the professional, yeah. and all that stuff. Like if you just want to use, if you if you're a normal person in the world that need to just get online and save documents, you can just sign up and use one for free and get it for free. <laughs> so right. like the barrier entry is already nothing, and um, like for everybody else, it's really a, a transitional process where it's like a lot of people have been using Microsoft Office for years and they've been using Outlook, and it's it's kind of hard for them to transition to a cloud platform and you know something like G Suite they don't have a lot of the same features that uh, Microsoft office used to have for them. Um, mm-hmm. Some they got, they do have like a lot of important features, but it's always that one Microsoft word pro that uses one feature that's in the like file menu. That's like 10 menus deep. that got this one feature that they can't find on, on Google Chrome on like yeah. on, on Google docs and, their whole day messed up and they need they need to pay that yearly Microsoft <laughs> office fee because the life is one feature. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's one feature. They can't figure it out. Yeah, I mean, like nothing, nothing else does it. Yeah, I mean, like I'm sure it's something out there, but to get them to change their workflow, that's kind of a hard thing. So really it's really about introducing the new people on. And um, I mean, I tried, I tried to get people to get off of uh, I I quit. Like if you, if you, if you, unless you know that you want to go with G Suite, I don't try to introduce people that are familiar with Office onto G Suite. I just be like, all right, you, you are Office person. When you ready for G Suite, let me know. Yeah. For everybody else, I'm just like, hey, y'all want something different? Y'all want something better? Y'all, y'all want, y'all want something that y'all never had that y'all don't have in general? Y'all need email? Y'all need something like that? Don't even get Office. Just holler at me for G Suite. I, mean, I think, like, yeah, I want to, like, the thing with, I do notice, and we continue with that point, but one yeah. thing I do notice with the whole Google Docs thing, and I'll, this for me using it recently, is mm-hmm. um, they don't have that feature that Microsoft has when it, like, automatically corrects stuff. At least mm-hmm. from my, I, I don't know, like, friends, like, if I was the type don't without the apostrophe on Microsoft, yeah, like it corrects it. You know, it puts it puts the apostrophe in there. Yeah, that, and, that's, and that's that's probably what that subhead was. Yeah, that's like, like, <laughs> that's, that's, like that's one. Like I use I use um I use professional G Suite. So I use the the commercial the commercial paid version at work, uh-huh. and I got one at home um, that I use for my business. And um, they do have that feature in there. They have oh, they have a, they have where you you can just keep typing, and if it recognizes that something is um, misspelled or or spelled wrong. Um, it'll it'll just go and try to rewrite it. But I do also use an extension called Grammarly. So um I Grammarly, found out. See? Yeah. Yeah, Grammarly <laughs> Grammarly, because since everything's in the browser, um Grammarly just is attached to the browser. So anything that I write anywhere, whether it's in email or docs or whatever, it just it'll find it and do what it got to do for it. But um yeah, that, that functionality is something that they are spinning into G Suite to be native so that it just worked by default. Um and, and it's it's pretty dope. Like if you haven't seen it already with like Gmail where you write where you start well, you, like you start writing a lot of emails and it will start recognizing how you write emails. Yeah, I, I have noticed that functionality, yeah. 
Yeah, and like you start typing something, and it'll, it'll a ghost ghost text will come in. Yeah, and be yeah. Like, yeah, you want just you, you just want to say this, right? You're like, yeah, I just want yeah, that's all I want to say. Yeah, just yeah, go ahead, write my email for me. Right? Like yeah, and then I'll just tab, press tab, go to the next joint. Yeah, yeah like, this is what I wanted to say. I just, say just get me to the important part. You, know you type, I mean? get, you type, get back, and then it then it finishes. To me tomorrow at this time. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, those those features are creepy, but that's that stuff be like, yeah, you know what? That's that's cool. That's what's up. Um and that's I mean, I Microsoft is definitely gonna try to implement those type of functionalities. I, I what they were saying on here is that like Microsoft, their office three 65 system has about 200 million users and that's that's kind of believable because when it comes to microsoft office the main platform they probably got almost a billion if not a billion users also it's kind of harder to get people on when you got to get them to buy the office software and then you got to install it on their computer and then you get them to run it like that's like the barrier but i mean it's a lot of people still using office but Going forward, people are definitely trying to hop onto the cloud version of Office using Office 365. So, I mean, I see that I see that making a progressive jump as because particularly the sales market, like anybody that has bought a, a version of Office 365, they basically been told to use the cloud version and, and instead. Like they're just being told, yeah, go ahead, try to use the online version. Like, yeah, you got the desktop one, we're gonna still give it to you, but we really want you to use this cloud one. We're gonna wow. give you one drive, we're gonna give you terabyte of space. Use okay. it, use it, use it. Yeah, I mean every every place I've ever worked, Microsoft worked no Microsoft Office comes standard, bro. Like, I, I I yeah. remember last yeah. time I've worked anywhere where it was like Microsoft Office and even now, 365 is not installed or somewhere. Like, it's just, that's, if you got a job, you're using Microsoft Office. That's right, what it is. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, like, my firm, like, mostly our, um, our salespeople use it. And that's and that's because they're state, like I said, they got a workflow that works for them in it. Um, my production team, they don't use it because they, they know they can just get away with using Drive, with, uh, using G Suite. And um, one of the main things is because of the Hangouts, because we communicate either through email and or Hangouts. And then when it comes to us sharing documents, it makes it a lot easier for us to have to share stuff. You know, everybody know. Well, if you don't know, you need to be knowing the whole functionality of having a collaborative environment or having your documents in the cloud and being able to collaborate on documents instead of having to share documents back and forth with a version two and a version five back and forth like that whole that whole dynamic don't work anymore but like for us we don't do that um my my writers they all use microsoft i mean they all use uh g suite unless it's a rare case where one of them may come in and they not they don't know how to use g suite or they're familiar with word so we'll we'll give them word if they want to but the most of them they'd be like yeah i'm I'll use G Suite because I can just work from home and I'll just work from anywhere and I'll never have to worry about office. And I just mm. keep all my stuff up there and never have to use a thumb drive and none of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, that's, that's, that, I mean, it's, it's, it's two different workflows and it's kind of one of the things you just got to get adapted to. But it's good to see that people are using the cloud and they're relying on the cloud more. Um, hopefully, Google doesn't turn evil and turn that shit against all of us. Yeah. Cause that's two, that's two billion people that'd be locked out of all their documents. So they'd be like, yo, Goodness, yeah. you know what? We don't want to be in this business anymore. We're just going to keep all your shit. 
<laughs> It'll lock you out. <laughs> all, all your all your nudie picture, all them pictures you had your girls. <laughs> that Google, oh, that'd that'd be painful to the world, man. A Google blackout. Yeah. Can you imagine going to Google.com yeah. and nothing comes up. Yeah, that's what I'm Yo, saying. Yo, that may that may be like, that's a that's an epi- like what. What's going on? That's an epidemic right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, that, would, that would be a problem. That would be a problem. You go to Google and then, it, and then a Bing search come up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's I going sh- on? <laughs> I should do that to somebody. I should do yeah. that to somebody in my job, man. Just yeah. mess up there, change their computer every time they type in Google, Bing come up. Um, yeah, next topic that we got, I'm gonna make this this last topic. Um, don't tell nobody I'm gonna mess up big view. Um, <laughs> next topic that we want to do, uh, last topic of the night is that uh, Google's next streaming player will be reportedly run using uh, Android TV and it'll come with a remote. What they don't say is that if you have if it's what it is, is the Chromecast, um, which is what everybody may remember when Google came out with a while ago was the Chromecast, which was basically like a a HDMI dongle. It looked like a USB dongle, but it's like HDMI dongle. You plug into the back of your HDMI and it hooked up the Wi-Fi and it gave you a streaming service, but well, a streaming player. But the main thing was that you had to control everything from your phone. Yeah, and anything that you wanted to watch, if you had a YouTube, you had Netflix or anything, it was a little button that is on um, on there that you press the button, the cast, the casting button, and um, they essentially will broadcast it out. They created what I mean, where all of this came from is that they were the ones that actually created a, a technology called casting. It was a streaming mm-hmm. casting technology that they gave out to everybody. So um, all the streaming services, YouTube's, all the any any Netflix, Hulu, all the streaming services were basically able to take this casting functionality and put it into their apps. And as long as there was a streaming device that could use casting, that you know they gave it to the community for them as well. If you could use casting, then you would be able to cast your, your video. And uh, mm-hmm. every company essentially just took a copy of it and ran with it. Uh, Amazon, Microsoft, they just gave it to everybody. Ooh, and, um, free. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they gave they gave the software to everybody. So they had to build it into their stuff. When it came to the device to buy, Google created the Chromecast. And, you know, all these other companies, Roku created their own device, but it had the casting technology in it. Um, and and same thing with the Fire Stick. It had, its, it had the casting tech in there, but they wrapped it around the fire stick and um, sold it as that. So like it was all there, but the main thing was that, you know, it it had to be controlled by your phone and um, nobody liked doing that unless you were like embedded in your phone. If you, if you use your phone 24 seven and that's cool, but for the most part, if you like that sit back experience where you can just sit back and pick out a remote, there was no remote option. And um, that, that food, that would mess with a lot of people. I know when my parents, I was trying to transition them off of um, off of uh, t- off of Comcast, and one of the biggest things was trying to figure out how to deal with them having a remote. Um, they didn't have they. It was like how how can you get them to use Chromecast <laughs> and they got to use their phone for everything. So I ended up getting them Roku's, and um, that 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 basically been a life changer for them because now they got a remote. And now they can start using YouTube TV and use Netflix and use Amazon Prime 
from using a remote and it's easy for him. It's way easier for him than trying to figure out, oh, I got to go into the Amazon Prime app and then I got to press cast and then I got to choose what movie I want to watch. Like, that's that's too many steps. Like, too many steps, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I just want to cut the TV on, choose the thing, and watch the thing. Yeah, I mean, so like... You know, cut the television, cut the... They say cut the TV box on. Yeah, yeah cut man, the TV box yeah. on, yeah, I mean. What you see what this is, man, it's really just the Chrome, the Chromecast box. That's just the easiest way to look yeah. at it. Like, yeah, it's, 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 I know they try to brand it as something, like, completely different, but it's, it's really it's really Chromecast, the Chromecast box, where it makes yeah, it easier for those... A little more archaic in their ways to just uh, have this enjoy the same service, but w- with more of a um, vintage type of feel. You know, that's, yeah, that's yeah, it's, it's a step up. I say it's a step up from the original Chromecast because, like, when I when I had my TV on, the Chrome just Chromecast will play like some. It'll just show like a picture every fifteen minutes. It's just like a screenshot. It's like a uh, a, a slideshow of pictures, mm-hmm. but um. It's no features. It's no functionality. Even like, like you can't you can't go up on the icon and click the icon or any of that. All of that is done from your phone, and you literally just choosing whatever app from your phone. So like with this, they're gonna have Android TV on there. So basically, it's gonna be Android, um, and it'll it'll run a whole interface so that you can slide through the menu of apps on the on the tv and actually it's, it's basically like any other streaming service that's out it's just they didn't have the whole interface they wow. like you, you can get a you can get a television that has android tv installed on there and um that's really about it it wasn't really a device that you could buy if you didn't have a tv because one of those things with these tvs like you know these smart tvs the pros and cons of it is like you get a smart tv but it's smart for a while, but at some point they're going they go to do like they do with the phones. They're going to outdate it. I mean, yeah. they're going to they yeah. end the life it. Yeah. So it's like, how about we not put smartness in the TV, keep the price of the TV small, you know what I mean, where it's just a physical device and you put all the smarts on this little machine. You put it on this box. Put all the add-ons there. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. you put it on the add-on. It'll, it'll allow you to allow, have your TV, because, you know, we like to have TVs 10, 20 years. I mean, like you can't have a smart TV that can't get no updates. You want to have it for 20 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so like, allow me to buy this TV once. I can keep it for 20 years. I ain't got to worry about no updates or anything. All the updates and stuff come in this little box. And when I'm when this box get out of date, I just update the box. Update I the mean, box. but they, they needed a platform for it. And, Android TV is that the, now they'll instead of putting that on the TV, they'll put it on the box and you you play it off the box. Do you think this is um has anything to do with people knowing in the industry that Apple TV flop? This is conveniently like that both of them are so you know that there's like a soft uh a soft war going on between uh, at, at one point in time it wasn't like under the table soft at all. It was head to head. But now it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the Android versus Apple type of thing, right? So you yeah, already know yeah. that Apple TV flopped. Yeah. You know, they, they they pretty much canceled all of the everything, right? They said they, yeah, they, I mean they, it's the they, it's the streaming service though. It's like they got the and it's it's the naming convention because Apple don't really name things too much different. They got the Apple TV box, but then they got the Apple TV plus streaming service. Yeah, I mean so like you can have a box and just have like Netflix and Hulu and all the other stuff on there, but not have Apple TV Plus. I mean, like the Apple TV sell. 
the the box sell. Mm-hmm. Apple TV Plus, the streaming service, that shit is trash. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, the streaming service that they give you is 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 bootleg, and like they be giving it away to people just for buying mm-hmm. stuff. Like if you if you buy an iPhone or you buy an Apple TV, they'll give you like ninety days of Apple TV Plus because they want you to try to pay into it, but it's don't nobody want it. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now they can't even record a show. Because of the coronavirus, <laughs> I mean, like, like, yeah, I mean, really, really, this is competition for for Apple TV, the box, and like Roku. I, what scares me is that this is going to probably eat Roku's lunch. I mean, because mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people do have Roku's because they really was the only one that was competing against. Yeah, the um, only one in the yeah. That was actually like, people. yeah, like it wasn't. There wasn't no like it was Fire Stick, Apple TV, and then Roku. I mean, if if you, if you don't want to get one of the big brands like Amazon or Apple, then the only thing you got is the Roku. Yeah. I mean, and nobody wanted to know, I mean, like nobody, Roku really just had the market and Roku really ain't got that much money. More than likely, Google probably went to Roku and was like, hey, you want, can we buy y'all? They probably was like, no. no. So Google was like, all right, well, we're just going to come out with Apple TV and we're going to take your lunch. Yeah, I mean, crush so. it. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really got, unless Roku got another, you know, something up their sleeve, I got in the next three to five years, Roku dying out and Apple TV, I mean, uh, Android being TV being uh, the one that people buy. They're going to come out. The way it usually goes is because they for these companies forecast when they're going to go out of business and be bought. So I think at Roku, yeah. they're going to develop some type of, look for some something that they can make significant that is exclusive for Roku that even they, they know it's going to be exclusive and it's not going to survive. So that one of the bigger companies is going to see that, okay, rather than just completely demolishing that company, we'll buy them out for the specific feature and yeah. add it to the service. That's what happens. Yeah. They, they got to have some patents somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and Roku, see, Roku does have like a, a streaming channel. Yeah, I mean, so like they do have the the fallback because you know if you you can get a Roku TV a Roku box and like not have any streaming service, but you still got Roku TV for free. Yeah, I mean, so like you can you can do that, but like um, if Roku the box actually dies out, they'll still have the streaming service somewhere, and they they'll probably put that on other people's streaming boxes. So like uh. Sega when they when Sega yeah. the the Sega Genesis died but then they still making games and shit so like yeah. <laughs> I mean it's still it's still they still got room to make room like to still survive off but I feel like Google trying to eat at the market again like they they already are dominant they kind of push the stuff out there but it's time for them to take somebody lunch right that's what it is sounds so, like you know if somebody was rubbing up their mittens like yeah time, yeah like time. bird man. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's time. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, whatever. It's, it is what it is. It's Google. I mean, you can't hate on. Uh, y'all streaming? But... <laughs> y'all streaming or y'all playing stuff online on the cloud? Which one? Is it? <laughs> and, that's, and that's and and actually that's probably that's another push for real. That's probably another reason because they say they basically doing the Chromecast Ultra and. You gotta have a Chromecast Ultra to be able to do um, Stadia. 
Yeah, I mean, oh, so they trying to they they basically probably trying to turn this into a a, a console. Too. Try, they trying to sneak like, it in there. <laughs> yeah, trying to sneak it in there. You're like, this is just a streaming service, you know. You just hook this up, and you got your TV, you got your console, you got all that. Right. Yeah, I mean, they probably give you three months to stadium and all that. Just try it out, try it out, see if you like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got they got the plans, man. Watch, you are gonna see it. It's gonna happen. You gonna talk yeah. about it. But yeah, so, man, that's it. That's it. Sorry, yeah, man. That's that's all we got, man. I think we've been. We, I think I'm burnt out, man. We've been doing this for like three hours now, getting that money. But oh, um, man. yeah. Um, but yeah, everybody that's listening, if y'all like the show, we need to do y'all. Y'all need to do a favor. You need to uh, subscribe. You need to like. You need to share and comment. You don't need to do none of it. You can kiss my ass. You can. You can <laughs> <laughs> you can tell me <laughs> you can tell me to kiss my ass but nonetheless I'm asking you go ahead and do those things um, <laughs> um, but uh, if you do go ahead and uh, do that and you can find us on all your streaming services all your podcasts and streaming Facebook, YouTube for the video um, and come check us out man we always going to have topics for y'all we're going to be keep talking about this tech keep talking about Google and all the future things, man, because it's uh, in the rest of society that we in, and it's uh, in the rest of the next couple of years that's going to be ahead of us. Sure. Anything you got to say, Mike? I'm going to take it a different route, man. Look. <laughs> Don't kiss my ass. <laughs> Please. Like, comment, subscribe, follow us on all the... You tripping over there. <laughs> you know what? Kiss my ass. We get my ass. <laughs> Yeah, that's how you know it's been a long night. Blaming on the jack. Like, yeah, you know what? Fuck you it. Doing? Kiss my ass. I'll see y'all next week. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, nah, nah, but also, yeah, y'all just follow. You know, we have fun with the state, man. You know, the state too, man. We got more stuff coming y'all way. Like, comment. Oh, just wanted to throw it out there too. We got some interviews coming. With some, uh, some pretty interesting stuff, man. I got a couple of folks down here that's heavy in the tech industry. Uh, a couple of people, I think this. Um, I think one of the guys is either he has done or will be doing a TED talk. Uh, nice. Data scientist, sharp, sharp guy. So I'm see if um, this is one of the few things we got coming y'all way. So y'all just stay tuned, man. And um, as we continue to evolve, we want y'all to evolve with us, man. Get your child's dog on. Yeah, get it. <laughs> y'all take it easy out there. All right. Peace. Peace.